Okay, policy excess. Applicable endorsements. Annualised premium. I need a translator. Sometimes it's like insurance providers speak a different language. With OnPost Insurance, you get easy-to-understand quotes and humans who speak plain English. For our best car and home quotes, visit onpostinsurance.ie. Acceptance criteria, terms and conditions apply. One Direct Ireland Limited trading as OnPost Insurance is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. One Direct Ireland Limited is a wholly owned subsidiary of OnPost. Home insurance underwritten by Aviva Insurance Ireland DAC. Good evening, everybody. Happy Friday. Mm. How is everybody feeling tonight? Okay. Good. Uh, it's Friday. <laughs> no. Yeah. More excitement. Yeah, it's Friday. 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 Done. The crap is done. The filth is gone. And by filth, I mean clients, right? Am I right? <laughs> Am I right, fellas? <laughs> Who needs them? Yeah. This guy knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> Not me, I'm Who's bankrupt. this guy? <laughs> Welcome, everybody. I am Andy Schossler. And I am Gina Schwartz. I'm Zancy Weber. And I'm your pal, old Maddie. Back again so because tonight. we can't get him out. <laughs> he just won't leave. I have nowhere to live. <laughs> Um, no, Matt, where, oh, sorry. Sorry, I was going to say, is this your third time back? It is my third time back. Third time's the charm. <laughs> Maybe this show will actually be good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the pain. I believe, I believe that one of your quotes has made its way onto a T-shirt. That's right. I am it's merchandisable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, excellent. Excellent that we're all in good spirits tonight. Because we're going to be drinking some wine. Indeed. I don't need to be in a good spirit. <laughs> Our good friends at the wine gallery have sent us uh, an Italian wine. A Capara and Siciliani, Siciliani Gaglioppo. Wow, that was really nice. That was musical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is from Calabria. Ooh. In Italia. Or Calabria, if you're Australian. Calabria. And that, of course, is the toe. Of the boot oh, of Italy. is it? Yes. Mm. You know your geography. I learned so I do. much from I you. I also read in advance. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh-huh. I but, thought you were just but like. I, pref- I, I, I prefer you thinking that I knew that already. Oh, Andy, you're so smart. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> it's not International Women's Day this week, so I can, so I can flaunt Except all my, I can flaunt all my male privilege like a like a peacock. Can well, I just- luckily <laughs> for you, Andy, every day is International Women's Day <laughs> for me. So, Duh. I'm expecting like the sitcom studio audience. So it's like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> do we have a laugh track? <laughs> There you go. The power. I don't have a laugh track. Oh, no, I do. There you Uh, go. Do that after anything I say. Okay. (laughs) Well, our good friends at the Wine Gallery, who you can reach at uh, thewinegallery.com.au and take the palette quiz, sign up for the monthly uh, wine club. They will subscribe you to three bottles uh, a month. That's pretty modest. Um, plug in our, our code glass of wine, wine with an H, uh, at checkout for $25 off. If you are so bold, grab a fourth bottle and they'll deliver you the four for free. Best deal ever. Amazing. Mm. They Extra also, wine, no delivery fee. Yep. They also do a fun personality quiz and it reads yeah. your soul and it knows what your soul <laughs> is yearning to drink to escape from this dark, dark world. Apparently yes. I am very acid favouring. 
So what am I. Mean? Does that mean that I'm basic? Does that mean that I'm alcohol? No, you're the opposite of basic. Yeah, I took it as us no. being cynical and bitter. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, that's like a, me. Like and a so jaded we, private detective. That's right, and we deserve to be punished with a little bit of a drop of acid in the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this one will just kill me. Here's <laughs> <laughs> hoping. Just to keep us in place. <laughs> so has everybody had a... Had a oh, I haven't. I've been too distracted by your caramel words. Oh, thank you very much for being so <laughs> It's very sharp smelling. It is. Yeah. I had it a little is. taste and it's sharp tasting but in a good way. It stings the nostrils. <laughs> oh, I'm, okay. I'm unfamiliar with the grape, the Gagliopo grape. Say it again. Gagliopo. Beautiful. Everybody can sing it. Is, is I really don't want to attempt it right now. I'll say mm. it later. I'm going to do it without reading. Is it Gagliopo? Gagliopo. Gagliopo. <laughs> Yes, the hand really does accentuate uh, the word. Yes. Gagliopo. <laughs> we, have, we, have we have good relations with our Italian friends on this show, so really we cannot say it incorrectly. I think we've only insulted Indeed. them. <laughs> I will say, shout out to all our Italian Instagram followers. We have a lot of Italian Instagram they followers. They love oh, us. Yeah. And it's we true. love you and your wine. We do. Beautiful food. And, There's mm. so many, like, we've gotten a lot of Italian wines that have been amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like hey. Italian food, Italian people and their wine, amazing. Here, here. I mean, I can just imagine every day on an Italian vineyard is just a <gasps> tourism ad. Like, yeah, it's just yeah, beautiful exactly. yeah. every day. Yeah. <laughs> and it's always sunny. Like, I never see it raining in my head. Yeah. You know That's what I mean? a really interesting tasting wine. What are you tasting? I don't want to say... Citrus, but something tangy. Like yeah, that's maybe, what mm, it is. Tangy. Maybe persimmon. You should Ooh. have. You should have gone with your instincts <gasps> because. Cheers to diversity. This classic Calibrian uh, red offers fruits like sour red cherry, pomegranate, mm. and rhubarb mixed in oh, orange peel. Absolutely. Mm. Orange peel and white pepper. Pomegranate <gasps> and yeah, and some orange. White yeah. pepper, isn't that exotic? Mm. It's very. I like this. It's very tasty. I it's, like this. It's a lot on the first drink. Yeah. But then you immediately get accustomed to it. And oh, yeah. I, ca- I can't imagine saying, sailing at any other sea. Mm. <laughs> I, you know what I love about the Wine Gallery wines? So they send us so many different things, but nothing really tastes the same. Correct. There's yeah. always something different about them. And we had a wine last week that was very smooth and I really liked that. But now I like this for a very different reason. Like it's a lot harsher and sharper, but mm. it's not harsh like a slap across the face. It's like harsh. Yeah, it's, not, it's not sharp. I think it's oh, not harsh. Like it's very easy to drink, but it's mm. tangy. It does, yeah. it does have that sour kick to it. Okay, it's more of a strong flavour. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Strong absolutely. is a better word. And it smells more, I guess, aggressive than it tastes. Yeah. I, like, I taste orange. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I imagined yeah. like a liquid mandarin. Yep. Yeah, yeah exactly oh, right. That's nice. Yeah. That's a very, very good description. So uh-huh. last week's <laughs> was quite sweet. This one mm. is, uh, I wouldn't say, like it. I'm not getting any sweetness out of it at all. No. But it's very pleasant. It's, it's all very tang. very pleasant. So shall we play the game? <gasps> okay. The, game. the food pairing oh, game. I don't know for this one. Have a guess. It's, is you it? You really can't go wrong. If you keep in mind geography- you cannot fail. Pasta. <laughs> Spot on. Okay, Pardon? good, great. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 would, I imagine it would go well with like a very like tomato-y pasta. Yep, exactly yes. right. Yeah. Now oh, I, I warn I you, Andy, now. 
Not only am I a subscriber to the wine gallery, <laughs> and I've been honing my skills for this day. Oh, yes. But yeah. I'm a religious watcher of Frasier. Oh, my goodness. So yes. I can detect the honey notes <gasps> of a particular oh. white one. <laughs> so what do you think? What are you eating with this, though? Why would you ask me that? <laughs> <laughs> because I'm putting you to the test. Right, uh, apart, apart, from, apart from pasta dishes and tomato-based dishes, okay. because that's easy. Mm. Mm. The Italians are going to, you know, have anything with that. Yeah, fair. <laughs> because it's delicious. So what else, what else might, you, I think, might you think uh, would be? I mean, it's, it's kind of a cop-out for wine, but I think cheesy, something cheesy and buttery. What about desserts? What about like a cheesecake or a cakey mm. thing? That might be nice. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Anyone else? No. There are no dessert recommendations here, oh. but mm. a salty halloumi oh. is, oh, is on the recommendation. That would be pretty good. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. A salty halloumi with some roasted Mediterranean veg. Uh, yeah. Exactly well, a, a halloumi salad <sighs> would be great with this. Very fresh yeah. with yeah. this. Absolutely. Yeah. And roasted birds. Yeah. Roasted pigeon? birds. Chicken, turkey, pigeon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crow. Anything you Eagle. can find at your doorstep. Parrot. <laughs> Don't so eat many parrots, pigeons. they're intelligent. <laughs> Budgie, no. <laughs> they're too small. <laughs> they they're nice snack size. Well, <laughs> I'm going to commit some casual sacrilege. I would have a cannoli with this wine. You would have something sweet oh, with this? Cannoli. Yeah, I would. Really? Yeah, oh, cannoli. With an God. old movie and this like strong wine to kind of contrast the sweetness. Okay. I'd have yeah. a great time. Yeah. I think like a baked cheesecake in this one would be great as well. That's what I was well. thinking. Yeah, mm. kind of leaning into that creamy, yeah. creamy but, but still um, tart. Yeah. And then top it off with this. Like I think that would be really oh, nice. Right. Garnish, yeah. yeah. So I think cream would ruin this. Oh, I think that wouldn't sit maybe. very well in my Not mouth, a lot yeah. of cream, just a little sprinkle. Well, how a many little... episodes of Frasier have you watched, Andy? <laughs> <laughs> enough to enough to quote it oh. a little bit. <laughs> so where are we Enough drinking... to know not to open a restaurant with my brother. <laughs> <laughs> where are we drinking this wine, lads? So this one, this yeah. one is super strong for me. And it's not something that I would usually, some somewhere that I would usually be, but mm. this is like a rustic one room shack that was built many decades ago that I've just kind of found and I've just kind of set up outside overlooking like rolling hills or something and it's mm. bright sunny kind of lunch and yeah salad and this and I think I'm just hiding from the world the tranquil <laughs> hermit's wine yeah I love it but yeah. but like classy like like <laughs> the the abode is very bad and I am. There's no luxury there at all. And you've kind of gone insane. Yeah, but not to you. <laughs> but like I most have insanity. a salad and this bottle of wine, and that is all I need in the world. I dig it. There was a gentleman in John Quixote who lo- literally loses his mind, and he be- he lives in the woods. This is what I imagine he would be drinking. Yeah, yeah. I dig it. <laughs> nice. It's funny you should say solitude because I want to have driven up to a peninsula or some sort of cliff or something, Ooh. and I've. Mm, as much as I hate it, I've got the rug out and I'm having a picnic and just drinking. <laughs> oh. Damn those picnics. Is it a solitary picnic? Because that'd to, be weird. I want to be up high watching the waves crash and feeling that salty air mm-hmm. I feel on, that. on, on, yeah. on my yeah. face with this. That sounds really nice. You'd have a lot stinging your nostrils there. you got the wine, you got the sea. <laughs> <laughs> Give your nostrils a chance. It's like, <laughs> if only it's windy enough, I can get some nice pine needles or something slapping me very gently in the cheeks. Why are you drinking this, Maddie? Well, quite 
I'm actually not, I'm, I'm outdoors. So I imagine this, so the private detective cliche is, you know, standing <laughs> under a lamppost watching his mark with a glass of scotch in his hand, cynically <laughs> talking about the world. I imagine I'm a gentleman's private detective. Okay. You know, I'm for the high society folk and I've got Your this high wine. Class. Yeah, exactly. And I'm standing under that golden lamp post with this wine in my hand. That's where I see it. Wow. Right. Yeah. It's not raining though, because that would ruin the wine. <laughs> I think for me, I've had a big day. Um, but it's been a good day. So you know when you're busy, but it's satisfying. Okay. And then So you I've, have that sense of achievement. Yes. But you're exhausted. And then for some reason, I'm in a hotel. I don't know why. I mean, do you need a reason? No, <laughs> not at all. How many stars is this hotel? It's pretty good, but not the best. Ooh, you know I like what I mean? It. Like four it's a, stars? Mm. Yeah, like it's affordable greatness. You four, know what I mean? Yeah, four stars is great because everyone's trying to get up to five stars, so they're working yeah, extra hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I get back to my hotel and I'm just tired. And I'm like, you know what would be amazing? A bath and I put the bubbles in and like ebbs in salt so I just like it's really like that soft kind of water and this is gift wine for me like this is something I wouldn't choose for myself and someone's got it for me maybe it's my birthday maybe that's what it is and I'm drinking this wine I'm like wow this is really good in my bath and I feel good and then I get out of my bath and you know how the bathrobes are warm Mm. oh I'm in a warm bathrobe and I'm just sitting on the bed just about to fall asleep and I'm drinking this wine. Glorious. It's like wearing a hug and then you're drinking a hug. <laughs> I know. Yeah, exactly. That's where I'm at. Yeah. So what day. we're getting is this is not a party wine. This is no, a this wine is to a, enjoy. Yeah. And for the soul. For the yeah. soul. Yeah. For the soul. Yeah. It's a solitary yeah. soul wine. <laughs> solitary soul wine. Yeah. I like that. What I really liked about yours, Gina, is I totally and I think you're the kind of person who would just announce it's their birthday suddenly. <laughs> <laughs> I am that kind of person. Yeah. To hell with convention. It's my birthday. I will chuck this from the bottle if I want. <laughs> well, I'm kind of the person who I hate birthdays, celebrations or parties because for me they're so disappointing. So here's a TMI. Last year I was like, you know what, I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to have a birthday thing. And it was just the worst. Like I invited people, they didn't show up. I actually had D&D that same day with close friends of mine and I had, and they didn't come. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Time to get new friends. And they didn't. And like they had, they weren't like, I'm working or I've got a 6am start. They were just like, see ya. They just didn't come. They uh, didn't come. That's and one so, of old Maddie's testaments. All right. You- what are the testaments? Oh, I'm not going to list them all here. Okay, okay. Gonna... What's this specific one? You always show up to D&D. You move mountains. <laughs> no, no, no. They showed up to D&D, but then the party was after D&D. And oh, it wasn't even okay. a party. It was just like a, I just want a small get together with friends. Oh my God. And Rude. Yeah. I've never been disappointed on my birthday. Okay, and rub I it have, in. And I have a very important secret. What? Do you want to know what it is? Is it something like fuck everyone? Oh, I didn't realise that was on the table. <laughs> not literally. <laughs> not literally. Why not? That sounds like a perfectly fine <laughs> birthday celebration. I think of what I want to do. I invite the people I want there and I pay for it. Okay, I'm 22 with a casual job. Like Birthdays don't have to be expensive. You find something that fits your budget. But I pay for it. That way nobody is on the hook for anything. Mm. Nobody has any excuse for not being there. And for not enjoying themselves. 
And, and if you're Zane. And it always works well. You don't have a birthday. Birthdays don't exist. Just, I just appeared. You just, just don't well, age. <laughs> well, since you said that to me, Zane, I thought maybe I'll just get rid of my birthday off Facebook so I don't – I'm not disappointed anymore. Like no one – because no one will remember my birthday except for – my family and those who are closest to me, and then Sometimes everyone else can get fucked. Sometimes not even they remember my oh birthday. God. Oh dear! That's That's don't worry. I, I, it's been a few years that I've I've been rubbing it out of people's memories. Oh, okay. okay. Not everybody's memory. Not everyone's <gasps> Andy. Andy. But I'm not the Andy, sort of person. Do you know? <laughs> of course I know. Oh my god. We'll chat later. Do you know his age? <laughs> yes, of course. Oh my god. Okay, here's a T. Oh, it's not a TMI. And so the gods descended from Olympus. (laughs) (laughs) I knew Zane before he was this iteration of Zane. It's true. Wow. Oh my god. What iteration were you? Were you before? Three or four previous to this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is very much Neo Zane as far as I know. Neo Zane. Oh yeah. Well, he doesn't tell anyone his age, nor does he tell anyone his birthday. So you. I'm not, I'm not going to betray ones. him. It's this true. makes a lot of Andy. sense. That's why Andy knows. <laughs> My God. I should I have seen this everyone. coming because before <laughs> Zeus was the old father of Olympus, he was the cup boy for Kronos. <laughs> <laughs> when you said Zeus, for some reason I pictured Zeus. As in Dr. Seuss. And I was like, what do you mean? Also Zeus. a god. <laughs> Fair. Now all I see is Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> with, with, a, with, a, with a cat in the hat, hat reading Dr. Seuss. Fair, good oh call. My. This podcast has gone places. <laughs> anyway. We have had our wine. We have been very liberal with, the, with the descriptive uh, <laughs> notes. We've been on some tangents. It is delicious. I highly recommend yep. this one. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is a totally different kind of wine than I've ever like really liked before. It's and, very and interesting. Yep. I'm, I'm not familiar with this grape at all, but I look forward to having more of it. I think mm. I'll put this on my regular shipment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I so, imagine they come by ship. <laughs> at some point. <laughs> a ship of the air, right? Oh, oh, an air abs- ship. An Absolutely air. now, yeah. Like in Fifth Element. Anyone? Or... Like at the airport. One oh, yeah. One of my, <laughs> <one of> my <laughs> favourite films is Bottle Shock. I don't what? know if you're familiar yes, with it. Yeah. No. Bottle Shock. It uh, stars Alan Rickman and Chris Pine before he was. <gasps> Whoa. Oh, wow. I should watch Chris it Pine. then. Yeah. It's a very good story about uh, Chateau Montalena. Okay. Um, and Bill Pullman plays the, plays the guy there and he's trying this new technique and it seems like the wine is ruined but – Everything. Spoiler alert. Spoiler. It's not. It's not. Um, So Alan Rickman plays Stephen Spurrier, who is an English wine snob in (laughs) Paris. I can't see him as that at all. (laughs) (laughs) And he's of the he's of the opinion that only French wine is good, as all other French people are. Uh, And most of the world at the time in the seventies thought that French wine was the best. I think we've just disproved the only one. So uh, he has an American friend. Um, in, in in the film that comes in and says, look, if you really want to try some good wines, head out to California and see what they're doing there. So he does a tour, tries the wines there, quite likes them, organises this blind test mm. of Californian Napa Valley wines against French wines, and lo and behold, the Napa Valley wines win. As a part Spoilers. of that- Spoilers. <laughs> is it like Rocky for wine? This is, this is history. This is 50 years ago. This it's happened. also this movie was released <laughs> 10 years ago. Yes. <laughs> so one of the things they talk about there is- Bottle shock, the phenomenon. If you're flying wine over, you want to rest it for a month or so after all the jittering around for all the sediment to settle so you don't get any nastiness happening in the wine. That's that's the term bottle shock. Mm. That's cool. 
So if you're flying it, don't drink it for a month. Okay, well, good thing mine comes by ship. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> now, Matthew, we've carried on far, <laughs> far longer than we ever have before. Uh, the wine please. may <laughs> be responsible. I don't know what you're talking about. But do you have something you want to unburden yourself with? Oh, do I ever. Oh, excellent. If I don't unburden myself, I will go swimming and drown. What? <laughs> I'm just. That's how heavy this this weight that's is. Right. On your shoulders. My blood is lead right now. So let's get this out of with because I've been carrying this for ten years. Oh wow, it's a time. <laughs> Ever since Iron Man 2008, to be specific. Really? How dare you? That You've lost me. Gem. It, I'm declaring war against superhero movies. Really? Okay. Yeah, I've got Wait. a real. I got a real problem Good. with them. Good. But yeah. I'm glad somebody said it because I think they suck too. Well, guess I, what? I have a general in my war. <laughs> are you are you declaring it like uh, retroactively? <laughs> so all superhero movies ever are a, a victim bad? to your to your vendetta, or is it just moving forward? There's actually no. There's a distinct point. So it's a bit of both. Um, Post Captain America three Civil War, I would say. And oh. maybe a few before that, but that's my kind of hard line. That was the real downturn. That was the that real downturn. Before that's DC got involved is what I'm hearing. <laughs> a bit of that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, full disclosure, I hated Captain America Civil War. And frankly, I think I'm owed Captain America 3 because I really enjoyed Captain America 2. Okay. I... And I never got my sequel to Captain America, th- um, Captain America 2. I just got the Avengers little game of tag and then... Captain America 3, kind of? Not really. <laughs> this is a very specific wine. Yes. And at least for me, you will have to explain the gripe because I don't understand any of these films. It's just a global thing. <laughs> so the main thing I have with it is that it's a social obligation to enjoy superhero movies. Okay. So I might- Is it? It is. Okay. okay. Hollywood says so. So it must be true. So the, the movie Venom, before it uh, came out, yeah. we were all kind of in universal agreement it was going to be bad. The trailer looked tripe. Said who? Really? Was that yeah, a thing? I, I didn't watch the trailer. I was like, okay, we'll see what they do. Yeah. I, I didn't prejudge. I, I purposely didn't prejudge that movie. But go on. But good movie. Please, don't let me disprove your point <laughs> preemptively. <laughs> uh, I, I'm sure I could argue in a different context. <laughs> but before that movie came out, everyone was kind of aware it was not going to be any good. But then it came out and it broke domestic box office records in the U.S., I was talking to people before they went to go see it in Australia and they're like, yeah, I know the reviews aren't very good, but you know, it's a superhero movie. I'm going to go with my friends. We're going to go watch this movie. Okay. And they come out and it's like, it's no good. I hate that just because it has this brand on it, this comic book character that we have to go see it, that it's just a guaranteed buy. And then people act all snobbish. Like I know what's wrong with Hollywood. I know why we're not getting any original movies. Like um, we're only getting, is that what you're doing right now? (laughs) A little bit. <laughs> but I watch Frasier. <laughs> I see. Yes. So Kelsey Grammer's What's Wrong With Hollywood. No. How, <laughs> how dare you, sir? Take it back. He's a treasure. <laughs> but um, you interrupted him shit. and now he's lost his train of thought. Okay. okay. So <laughs> I've never really been into superhero mu- yes. movies because they've never interested me. Like, yeah. what am I going to watch? A bunch of guys beating each other for the good guy to come out and win. Like, and that's a good move. It's inherent structure is a big problem with it. And, and well, mm. I guess for me, I'm like, what's in it for me? What do I see? I see no women. And if I do, they're half naked and they're, what, useless oh, Gina, and you should, vulnerable. You should, watch, you should watch Wonder Woman. 
where in stark, oh, I did actually like that. In stark mm. contrast to 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 other superhero villains, where it's men beating up villains and doing stuff. In this one, it's a woman beating up villains and doing but stuff. But she okay, it's very different. Fair, it's radical. Okay, it's complete, I, I, I don't know how Hollywood got onto the idea, yeah. but my god, they <laughs> they really shifted some boundaries. I, I think how they got onto the idea was uh, like a lot of people yelling it at them for twenty years prior. Mm. Well, like again, I can't say much for superhero movies because I've only seen Iron Man one. And I don't think – I've never seen any Supermans. I've never seen anything Captain America or anything like that. And I actually only went to see Wonder Woman because the guy I was dating at the time, I really liked him. And he was like, I don't want to see a rom-com. And I was like, I don't want to see some shitty piece of crap art movie. <laughs> and so we were like, Wonder Woman? I was like, eh, it's got a woman. And then <laughs> – and so, <laughs> many other films also have women. I think yeah, I know, but uh, the ones I wanted to see, he was like, I don't want to see it. So we went and saw Wonder Woman, and it was actually quite good. Cool. Yeah. There was I, a point to that. Yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. I have a rather sordid history with superhero movies <laughs> because Explain. I used to be on a film podcast. So I you did. Had what? to go see Second Take. Second, Second take. take podcast. Oh, okay. I happened to be on Second Take, and actually, I did see at the time of recording um, Wonder Woman yesterday. No, uh, Captain Marvel, oh. which is the latest one that came out. How was that? Well, don't at, give at, me spoilers. At the, at the time of release, I've already reviewed it because this will this will come out some date, some date after a now. week before. What year is it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but okay. Can you give me a quick? It was really bland. Mm. Oh, and most are. Yeah, most <laughs> are, like this is this is a superhero movie about um, this superhero yeah. who is restricted only in the sense of there's some you know physical device on on her, and once she takes that off, she's she's, fine. she's literally yeah. Superman, and, okay. and can do anything, and, and it's, it's really boring. Yeah. There's that no sucks. profound emotional journey for no. us to go on and for us to learn anything about no. ourselves. And she doesn't learn anything. <laughs> yeah, so my, yeah. my problem with superhero movies, because yeah. I had to watch them all, and there's a very distinct point. Why did you have all to watch of them? them all. Oh, because, because I had to review them. all his friends Sorry, were going. I thought this was like a patriarchal <laughs> thing. I was like, but no, why? No, but no, no, not but at all. But literally you had to. I, okay. also, I also went to see Captain Marvel because I was compelled <laughs> by my membership on the show. Otherwise, I would not have been interested uh, at all. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Carry on. So there's a very distinct point in which superhero movies lost me and I'm just <gasps> not interested anymore. And it was in, in Civil War. Yes, thank At you. the very end. Don't tell me. It's a goddamn yeah, game of Tiki. Why? There's no, there's no, no stakes. Why? Just take spoilers. <laughs> tell me it's fun. My problem is that Captain America did not kill Iron Man. Right? Yeah. Oh, my God. And, you know, and that, is, that is the point. <laughs> Iron Man died? No, he didn't die. That's, oh. that's my point. He spared him and he shouldn't because Iron Man's the real villain of Marvel because he caused eight of the like 10 villains he fights. Anyway, continue. Really? <laughs> so oh my, my, my point is that movie displayed better than anything I could ever argue that they've, dis- they've stopped telling stories and they've started selling merchandise. Yes. And that, that's yeah. all that they're doing now. And I finally remembered my train of thought. So people <laughs> are like, oh, you know, I'm sick of all these remakes. I'm sick of all these sequels. And I'm sick of comic book movies. But then every weekend, that's the, those are the movies they flock to. And great movies yeah. like Kubo and the Two Strings barely make their budget back, which was a new property. And we're living in an age where brand, um, brand and commerce is winning over art in the film industry. Like film has always been a balance between art and commerce. And now we live in an age where commerce 
commerce has dominated art. Like there's very little, the balance is completely in the, sh- in the favor of commerce because people go to see brands like superheroes. So I would, and I people would, complain, but they go and they indulge. Yeah. I would argue, mm-hmm. uh, contrary to that, that art hasn't been hasn't been subverted by by commerce. Films, maybe, mm. but yeah. the, the visual arts, it's simply moved. There is a lot of of good material available online. Oh, yeah, absolutely. on YouTube, um, yeah. and streaming it, services, yeah, and 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 even famous people. You know, I watch a lot of film review shows like yeah. Nostalgia oh. Critic and and Red Letter Media, and there's a lot of production value that goes into those things. Oh, absolutely. Like that's well, where most of my time's going. Yeah. I would also <laughs> say that, yeah. Branding, people do flock to that. That's absolutely a fact. But I would also say it's a lot of people going, oh, we can't do weird new storylines because no one's going to like it. But when you see – I have no examples. But when you see (laughs) um, the really good like, oh, my God, this is going to flop and then it thrives, people Mm -hmm. go, oh, my God. And then they still don't go with that. The decision is not that it's – they definitely think it's going to flop. The problem is that there is it's a Uncertainty. gamble. Whereas mm. when they have all this data on how how well this brand mm. has performed before, yeah. they were like, okay, so if we produce this property in this manner, mm. it has an eighty percent chance of succeeding, which is better than the fifty-fifty of say hereditary. In, okay. yeah. in in the eighties, Hollywood studios used to throw ten or twenty million dollars at about. 10 projects every year. Mm. New directors would get a shot, new mm-hmm. actors would get a shot, new scripts would get a shot. One of them would, you know, make phenomenal Sky money rocket. and pay for all 10, and the uh. other ones would would, would flop. Yeah. They they would still exist and they would still have fans, but they wouldn't be wouldn't a commercial be success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the studio on the whole would make their money back. In the 90s, they started making these huge blockbusters, right? Throwing 100 million dollars at a project, 200 million. Like what? And that's got Titanic. The oh, ma- fair, but that the worked Matrix. out. Yeah, The Matrix. It was yeah. huge. It, yeah. I've never seen The Matrix. <laughs> Good. You're not missing That's out on right. much. It's not that oh, great. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but they started, they started flinging more and more money towards these, towards these things. So the danger was that if they flopped, yeah. they, would, they need, would never. They would need equally big projects mm. in, in, in equal number so that something, so something happened. It's, it just got bigger. Yeah. They, they just got, got projects more money dense. So that there were fewer of them, each of them were bigger, and you know, one of them, if if it was huge, it had to be huge. So it had to be heavily marketed, and they would make billions of dollars. Like the, I, I you know, hate, hate to think how much uh, the Marvel franchise uh, has taken in, but it's got to be in the billions. I mean, Star oh, Wars, oh, well, well over the billions. billions. The Star oh, yeah. Wars franchise they swim in billions. <laughs> yeah, the, the Star Wars franchise sold for four billion. So I, I mm. can't yeah. imagine how much money and that, that weird has thing made. about that is no one noticed. This is another minor <laughs> rant. Is at the bottom of every article you'd say. Uh, so Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, also in the four billion. They just chucked Indiana Jones in there. Disney yeah. has Indiana Jones, and no one knows about it. <laughs> really? We got, we got to protect him. him. Save him. <laughs> oh. Get him I, out of there. <laughs> but also, like, I just it came into my head like some of the most loved movies. Like if you think about Twilight, back Do in the I day, hear me out. Right. Hear me out. Back in the You're, day, I don't think you have a single fan. <laughs> right now, no, 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 no. Back in the day. Everyone loved it. It was the hugest thing. But look at the production value. You can literally see the strings when Edward like climbs up this tree. 
but it how much money yeah. did it get? Films, so much money, right? Films don't have to be perfect to be good. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing. People think they have to put yeah. billions and billions of dollars into a movie to make it good. No, what you need is actually good actors. Good actors. Good storyline. Yeah. That's all you need. Okay. And the rest can kind of filter in. But what they have is like mediocre actors who look like supermodels and then also actors who don't have chemistry. Right. What's the yeah. point? If, you, if there's any sort of love story – Maybe make sure that they like each other or that they look good on screen. Maybe okay. that's like a, if you're going to make this movie a billion dollars, maybe that's <laughs> got to be a priority. You, yeah. Exactly. Like back in the 50s, if you wanted to be a big star actor, you had to be able to sing. You had to be able to dance. You, you had, had to be, to be able actually to talented. <laughs> yeah. Like Debbie Reynolds, she never knew how to dance before singing in the rain, but she had really great chemistry with Gene Kelly. So you better believe she learned how to dance. Exactly. And her feet were literally bleeding when she finished the Good Morning Dance. Yeah. And, of course. and if your feet aren't bleeding, Robert Downey Jr., then you have no right <laughs> being on that silver screen. Exactly. Oh, Play Iron Man. No, I don't want Iron Man. <laughs> I don't think. I, I don't think uh, stars have it easy these days. Oh no, no, no. I mean, no. I mean nobody has it easy. <laughs> Some people have it easy. I, we're that's not talking about Donald Trump <laughs> or the Kylie Jenners, but that's a different story for another day. Okay, carry I mean, on. The number of platforms that you have to make an appearance on and keep appearing on just to yeah. just to satisfy. Everybody's People. curiosity. Everybody's got their own little favorite thing. Or well, I'm only on Twitter. I'm only on Facebook. So you have to spread yourself so thin between all of them just to keep yourself in the in, in the public eye. Let alone promote your, your start promoting your stuff. I just it annoys me that Iron Man doesn't dance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a a, a yes. tenth number. Is it so much to ask, Hollywood? Come on, Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> dance what, dance you think monkey. Robert Downey Jr. is the one holding them back from a tap? Oh, no. I, I love Robert. <laughs> He'll dance. I just. <laughs> seeing, seeing the extent he would go to in Tropic Thunder. Yeah. And I, he, I'm. Con- uh, I, I think. I think. You didn't. Not you a didn't fan. like Tropic Thunder? I've, I've you didn't even talk about Tropic Thunder. <laughs> well, I've only become a movie seen it review once. podcast. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I've only seen it once, and that was years ago, and someone was in blackface. That's enough to go. That was Robert Downey Jr. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, I also agree that Tropic Thunder is not a great film, and it's highly And it wasn't overrated. funny. And right. I was young when I watched it, and I was like, this isn't funny. It was hilarious. It Robert has been Junior is great. Ben Stiller is great. Parody in it. of Hollywood. Yes. Tom Cruise <laughs> is great in it. That film. Tom you got, you've already got yeah. two wankers in there. No, yeah. that, and you've lost me with Tom Cruise. Exactly. That, no, that film, I found a newfound respect for, for Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise. After, after Tropic Thunder. Absolutely. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's a subject for another another day. Yeah, yeah. you're you've right. touched on so <laughs> many t- subjects here. <laughs> I'm not sure what to make of this. What I will say on the Robert Downey Jr. point is the movie Chaplin, underrated. I liked it. It was a very good movie. Chickity check it. Kevin Kline as Douglas Fairbanks, great. And Douglas Fairbanks would do the Twilight Tree thing without strings. Actually, (laughs) speaking of absolutely nothing, have we we seen the film trailer for Holmes... Not Holmes and Watson. Holmes and Watson. No, not that one. It's one with um, the guy of Chicago. The guy of Chicago. George Clooney. What? Richard Gere? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, but good guess. Um, no, no, no. It's the it's the it's the husband of Renee Zellweger, and he's it's two comedians. Jim Carrey. No, one looks like Chaplin, and it's it's um it's Hitler. A, what? <laughs> Someone. Oh, anyway. Andy. Oh, I tried to explain this. I've forgotten the point. <laughs> I think it was. Has anyone seen it? And what do we think of it? It's um, 
That guy. Oh, my God. Okay, this is something that I don't like. The guy of Step Brothers that isn't Will Ferrell. Oh, John C. Riley. Oh. Uh, yes. Stan and Ollie? Is that what you think? No. Stan and Ollie. Oh. Thank you. Oh. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm John's... sorry. I hate Step Brothers. I thought you meant Renee Zellweger's husband in real life. And I'm like, it is not that country singer guy. <laughs> no. I guarantee you. No. Yeah. Okay. John C. Riley and whoever he's with. Um, Stan and Ollie. Coogan. I... Steve Coogan. Oh, wow. Look oh, at really? You it things. looks really good. Yeah, oh, it's, it's, about, it's about Laurel and Hardy. Yes, yeah, Steve, yeah. Steve Coogan as uh, Stan Laurel. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm I'm unsure of it. I think it looks great. Okay. But what I will say is, I think we're in very deep waters here. So I'll <laughs> I'll roll going. us back to shore and say, if you like superhero movies, more power to you. But <laughs> if you're going to complain about like the commercialism of Hollywood and like the movies we're getting constantly. Go see the, the independent movies. Go see the concepts yeah. that really interest you, that are unique. And then you will get more unique products because then those tickets will sell because and Hollywood is more. a business. Exactly. Excellent. What a wonderful note to end on. I if like you that. don't see yeah. independent theatre, you are trash. And <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. No. Agreed. No. <laughs> Huzzah. <laughs> and lo, land ho, we're back to shore. Well done, everybody. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for joining us tonight. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Gina. Thank you, Zane. Thank Thank you. And thank you, Wine Gallery. Wine Gallery. ever-present sponsors. Check them out at winegallery.com.au. Plug in uh, our code glass of wine, wine with an H, for $25 off your first order. And if you add a fourth bottle, they'll ship it to you for free. Amazing. And you can find all those details in our show notes or on our website. We're also on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Glass of wine. Next week, believe it or not, we are drinking wine. Oh, my God. (gasps) What? Stop it. What are we drinking? We're drinking a rosé next week. We're drinking an Australian Barossa Valley rosé called from Spinifex. It's like me personified. Are you from the Barossa (laughs) Valley? Sure. Are you Rosé? <laughs> yeah. Are you? I'm a, I'm a is redhead. Your name <laughs> That's my birth name. Yeah. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> does, does it come by a self-discovery road trip? Because you know it's Australian. <gasps> so if people learn something about themselves along the way while they're delivering my wine, Absolutely. I'm down. Mm. That's also, all the more delicious. I like where that's going. <laughs> here's a shout out to my dad who started watching. Love you. Make good decisions. And by watching, you mean listening. <laughs> yep. Uh, so thank you very much, Gina's dad. <laughs> thank you all. The Keep real drinking. MVP. Happy Friday. <laughs> Happy, Happy Friday. Friday.